hoes, that's promiscuity. Brand, do you think it's a difference between being a hoe and being promiscuous? Yep. The difference is, instead of calling yourself a hoe, you call yourself promiscuous. <laughs> <laughs> you a hoe. That's it. Like, stop trying to hide from your hoism or your hoacity or you know, lack of better words. You just a hoe. I'm a hoe. You a hoe. Just like old girl in that video. What's that man name? Uh, let's pull her up. Well, while he pulling that up, welcome to another episode of <laughs> Our Two Cents with Mona Lisa and Dergo BJ. <laughs> you can follow me at all things Dergo BJ. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm the only Dergo BJ there is, so I'm not spelling it out. Um, yes, I am. It's D-E-R-G-O-B-J because I do realize that sometimes that is hard to find and hard to spell. It's been a long-ass 40 minutes <laughs> that we have Technology is not our friend. That's all At I got to say. I hope y'all enjoying these shows because the, the struggles that we go through oh to bring y'all this content... Yes, we are all sluts. You're a slut. All these dudes behind you are sluts. Your cameraman's a slut. Your PA's a slut. And your mic's a slut. And what made you a slut? Because I own my body. My body is not a political playground. It's not a place for legislation. It's mine and it's my future. And How old are you? Grown. 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 And so... So you sleep around with a lot of men? No, actually, I'm a virgin. You're a virgin? Yeah. So you're not a slut? Yes, you can be a slut. Because a slut is not what you made it, Jesse. A slut is what I made it. A boss. To get back on topic of, you know, being a hoe and promiscuity, like, you realize how much of this shit is actually like just some like male bullshit. You don't really have to define promiscuity. People get to freely, well, men get to freely express an experience, but of course for women, it's like it has to have its category. It really doesn't make any sense how how we look at shit. When I was growing up, there was a thing where a hoe was typically like devalued. Now, being a hoe to a man is, even though she slept with three people, you look at her like she slept with a hundred. You know That's what I'm crazy. saying? Like, when, coming up, it was almost like, damn, you slept with that many people? So like, it could literally be four guys. That's all it was with sex. Like, all of these different categories. That Why should that even matter when you that young, though? It don't. But we don't know that it don't matter. Like, all we know is our perception of women has to be the facade that your mother put on. Mm-hmm. Like, but that's crazy because you... How you know your mama? <laughs> you don't. But because you never seen her, you know, in these lights, you think that, oh, well... Every woman that you encounter has to be this one way. And to me, it just shows like, it's like chauvinistic bullshit. Like, yeah, I mean, very much so because it's almost like, okay, so he's able to go out here and explore and be a 
as much of a hoe promiscuous as he choose to be. And the women that you with, you don't consider them. You don't respect them enough to consider them ladylike, right? Right. Because you know you don't have genuine intentions. But that's more about your intentions with them versus the women you actually with and who they are. Right. So you project that on them. And then you look down on them as if they did something wrong. Exactly. Because that's crazy to me. But, like, to come to today's understanding I realize as an adult that it's more judgmental and you know demeaning than it actually even serves a purpose like um what's the point of frowning upon women for their promiscuity or their free and liberated sexual activity Mm -hmm. if that's who you end up wanting in the end. In the end. Right. Like, you... You to, can't get the freak in the bed and the lady in the street if you don't give her time to explore her freaky side. And then, like, it's still a stupid-ass... Com- it's like, it's still a stupid-ass comment to make because the only way she gonna become the freak in the bed is if she out in these streets living her life. Right. But then, also, I mean, in order to get in touch with your freaky side... You assume that a woman has to have all this experience with multiple people to get there. Mm-hmm. It could be one or two people who have helped her and they have explored and grown in right. their sexual, you know. But to the peak, the you know, misogynistic male is like this sloppy, filthy, despicable act that she's, you know, putting forth mm-hmm. had to have come from a variable mm-hmm. other than what it actually is. It can't be that it was just one guy who met this one guy may be mm-hmm. the person that gave the instruction to her sexuality. And he might've been the person with the 50 and 60 partners. And right. he just trained this one particular girl very well. But in our mind, it's like, Oh, she been fucking for a while. She's been fucking since Jesus, you know, <laughs> got baptized by John. Like you, like you think that this is like like a history or a, you know, a backstory to it. So I mean, now I don't really care about the actual activity of sex, like how much a woman. Um, you don't think the number matters? The number doesn't right. matter, but. I want to establish the difference between the hoe and the whore. <laughs> the hoe and the whore. Like, Ain't that the same thing? It it would have been had not we been so particular about our behaviors and the the different things that we aspire for. Well, no, nah, that's not because that's still like saying the same thing that I'm saying niggas do. But I feel like now that we're mature and understand the different degrees of choice that we make, um, actually getting something out of it because there's a lot of women who, who are whoring themselves out mm. and looking for pleasure from niggas who are not experienced. So all they're getting is just the experience. They're not coming. They're not satisfied. They don't feel fulfilled by the 
the experience, the expectations have been like an extreme letdown. So like you just fucking the fuck and you're looking for something to get out of it, but there's not a course to get you to where you want to be. Okay, so let me make sure I got this. So a hoe is getting fulfillment, but the whore who is just doing it and doing it and doing and it. Not and not getting nothing out of it is pouring herself out with no benefit. Right. So, like, now that we're in this space where you're whoring yourself, I understand why women ask for money. I understand why women ask for, you know, expensive gifts, trips, and all of these things because you're a lackluster fucking her. And she's not getting anything out of it. So, the least that you can do, since you can't fuck, Mm -hmm. is take care of the needs or... The expectations that. So then, what's the difference between whoring and prostitution? There is no such thing as prostitution. So whores is prostitutes. So whores. Well, yeah. (laughs) What? Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. minute. So prostitution is a profession, right? That's a profession. That's like a sex Sex worker, worker, right? So we not talking about them. But they having sex for money. They having sex for money. But that's no different from whoring. Whoring is different. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Hoeing is where you get benefits out of it. Yeah. So hoeing and prostitution is almost along the same wavelength is what you're saying. I mean, out of respect for the actual prostitute, I won't say that because that's their job. That's something that they, they work at. They, but if you're going to be a hoe, you better be a benefit receiving hoe. Yeah, you better have some benefits to it. Like, men are hoes. We benefit from, you know, having the multiple partners, the experiences, being able to freely say that I fucked her, 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 and her. And that's the benefit? And no, it's not a benefit that we can do that, but we're privileged to be able to without the scrutiny. So what's his benefit from hoeing? His benefit from hoeing, like the, I guess the benefit of, we got to make this make sense. Okay. (laughs) In my mind, being a hoe Mm -hmm. is kind of the same message the young girl was trying to make as far as like owning your sexuality, like being free to go as low as you want to in your sexuality without being judged, without being ridiculed or, you know, perceived as less than any other human being. But being a whore to me is because you just feel like you can do it. You doing you're it. You doing it and you're not getting anything out of so, it. So also what you're saying, I feel like the hoism is in guys is more them whoring than hoeing. Right. So being a hoe is just you living. being sex positive. Yeah, living. Being sexually I'm, liberated and just doing right. with no rules, no limitations, just, in, it's just doing you. Just doing you. Like but whoring is just doing it because you can. Whoring is just. So all these guys out here that's just. Fucking. Because they can. Because they can. It's whoring. And they not getting okay. nothing out of it. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Because for me. Like, I remember the old concept of being a hoe, which was frowned upon. I remember growing up and, you know, I knew who the hoes were in church. <laughs> like, the hoe was like the first lady and shit. What? 
You know what I'm saying? Like you, you know, husband died. And Not then, the first lady. Wait a minute. First lady. You know what I'm saying? The one with the big hat on. Mm. And the the dress down to her ankle. What church you be going to? I ain't gonna put the church up. You know, I don't want the ties to get low. You know, I need. I know y'all need y'all ten percent, but you know, like the biggest hope was the the person in the choir robe leading devotion in the morning. You know what I'm saying? But seeing that and knowing how much. You know, we confuse people, you know, because everybody loves God, but still fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you don't understand that growing up. Like, we all love God, but we still sin. We still do things that Mm -hmm. we, we feel like he being God wouldn't approve of. So you shouldn't look at a woman for doing whatever she does Mm -hmm. and then look at it any different than your sins. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So it takes a level of maturity and understanding to even come to that realization. So now as an adult male, the woman that was fucking all Saturday Mm -hmm. and in the choir stand on Sunday is the person that I would pick now because that's the more honest woman. You know what I'm saying? Versus the first lady who's acting as if this is not in her. This is not of her, and she rebukes these spirits in the name of Jesus. So that's that's the falsehood to me. When when is your master class gonna be for um <laughs> for getting in touch with your inner hoe? And I think we I think we actually live and we actually go through our course every day. You know, like I'm a person who you know, realizes that I'm promiscuous even as an adult male because... Well, I don't think that ever dies. That never dies. That That ain't no curiosity. Right. You you never really get to a point where it's just completely... In a relationship, you still explore and learn and experience with things. So, yeah. Because I was the guy that used to get dumped for not eating girls out. You know, because I felt like... Rightfully so. We wouldn't be in a relationship... Mm-hmm. We not in a relationship, so why should I be doing that to you? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to be the guy, like, when girls get together and you get a DM and, like, y'all can share the experience. Oh, well, BJ was like, he know how to lick from the back and all that. <laughs> you not going to do me like that. So, like, it will come a time where they're going to be like, I can't fuck with you. Like, you can't, you not giving me what. Mm-hmm. I need because I didn't want to be a whore. I didn't want to just be doing that for chicks and not getting anything anything from that. Damn, bro. So now that I'm in a relationship and it's fulfilling and it has all of these different perks to it, there are things that I said I would never do for women that now I'm more prone to do it now. Because it took the right person. Because it took the right person to bring mm-hmm. those things out of yeah, and that you. comfort comfort level so give or take i don't even know if my girl is a hoe she might be it doesn't matter it don't matter like you know what i'm saying like okay bring some of that shit over here (laughs) (laughs) so let me ask you do you is there a cutoff phase for being a hoe i don't think it is no more no cutoff phase Mm -mm. because like the horse they have yet to understand that, like, at this point, 
we gotta be getting something out of all of this shit. So wait a minute. So a hoe isn't just okay. Hold on. Promiscuity, being uh-huh. curious, exploring. So a hoe isn't just anymore about sleeping with multiple people. No. A hoe is just the benefits you reap from from your sexual experience. From your sexual experiences. I think men and women. Well, then, damn, I'm a whore. I got to get it together because I'm not getting what I need. I'm dead ass. <laughs> These definitions got me fucked up, <laughs> up right now. <laughs> I'm a whore like a mother. <laughs> but, like, the only reason why I'm comfortable with accepting, like, the idea of the whole. Mm-hmm. Is because I realized that I was judging people for things that I was doing. Mm-hmm. Things that I, you know. That's had, a common thing. Yeah. You, but at least you're conscious of it. You're conscious. You become conscious of how unfair it is to a woman who, like, I know women who have never orgasmed. And you live this, you live this life of chasing after a guy that can actually please you. So you go from guy to guy and it's like it's the same result every time. Like mm-hmm. they not putting forth the efforts to satisfy you in any type of way. And before you know it, you don't realize that like you've had 30 guys mm. not give you anything. So like I just want to implement a part of the conversation where hopefully by the 20th guy mm-hmm. we can establish like it needs to be like a redirected focus in the practice like the 30 guys you sleep with is cool but don't get so high up in number and still not get what you're looking for and it might not even be the physical aspect of the relationship that you're looking for you may not be mentally stimulated right. by the person you're sleeping with. Um, so just having empty sex just to be having sex, but you're not getting anything from this person. Right. No mental stimulation. Like, okay, so what if... What if there's no other gratification other than the sex just being good? Is that still whoring yourself out? I think so. Because, because at least you're getting... You getting pleased and... All of those things are fulfilling, but the end goal becomes the question. Like, so what if you want more from this person and they're not giving it? And they're not giving it. They may not even have the capacity. So does that change from being a household whore? Because now you're not getting all of what you're looking for from now. This person? If you if you know that this you know this dick or this box is fire, <laughs> and you understand like okay. He has or she has this all together. And now you realize that you want something more mm-hmm. of this circumstance. If, in fact, you get to a certain point where you realize there's nothing to become of those expectations after the sex, mm-hmm. then you become a whore because now you're just there for the sex. Right. You're not actually being fulfilled on the emotional, on the mental level like it doesn't encourage any growth but if in fact you giving this nigga a trial period to 
you know, get his shit together and come forth with those things that you actually need, Mm -hmm. then by all means, that's cool, you know, but it's just the ideas of thinking that you're having empty or meaningless sex for a purpose that fucks people up. And that's the whore. The whore is just the person who understands this is who I am. I like this, this, and this. I like to have sex with this many people Mm -hmm. individually or at the same time. Like, I'm just being who I am. I think that we forget that we're naturally like this from birth. Like, we're, you know, we have these these ideals at young ages where, you know, we feel certain things naturally. We arouse in certain points at mm-hmm. young ages. Like, this is something that we can't deviate from. Right. This is, like, innately in us. Mm-hmm. So, to, to tell a person that there is a limitation or a maximum or minimum partnership in their sexuality is totally unfair. Somebody who's sitting around trying to count partners is petty as fuck. Yeah. You know? And it really is. Because, I mean, wh- where does the whole the idea of somebody being pure and purity and, like, if you're looking at that and somebody at 30, 40-something years old, right. there's something wrong with you. Yeah. You know, I feel like, you know, the dictators in this whole thing, like, when you get these preachers and you get these pastors wives and all of these different people you know in higher calling so to say everybody knows that it's a lot of pastors that you know have women on call for any and every reason under the sun i know pastors that are married but have women who get his suits and his others you know his take his shit to the cleaners and like coming in and out the house, like if he if he sweat his suit out from preaching, it's somebody that'll go to his crib and grab him a whole nother well, ensemble. Not like them I've the biggest hoes. Them the biggest hoes. Because <laughs> whether or not we can prove that they actually sleeping with him or not, I mean, yeah, that is an argument. But mm-hmm. what kind of relationship in theory does this man have? with his wife mm-hmm. if there's all these different people in and out their house and mm-hmm. in and out their life they know you know what shirt to pick what tie to pick for your man like that is like intimacy to me almost it is yeah. and I'd be damn hold on you mean he married <laughs> yeah with like, a wife and got somebody done, else yeah I done been to <laughs> churches where you know and he'll say it like he'll say it publicly like you know sister so and so I need you to go grab me a suit and you realize that she not grabbing it from the office what church is this man (laughs) we not fucking up the benevolent fund okay but I've seen it you know I know it's some guys that you know some pastors that probably are you know humble first lady or not how you taking that yeah Mm-mm. But you know, it's it's so many different things that we can you know actually say about you know the hoes versus the hoe, and let's just let's just answer the common questions that come with you know a conversation like this because like it's age old to like talk about stuff like this, but I, I think 
it's still like so many things to uncover in a conversation like this. Do you think hoism is more celebrated now? I think it is because living our best life is the objective. You know, we hear this in so many different facets now. And just think about even calling somebody a thought ain't even hurtful. It ain't even a jab for real no more. (laughs) And I mean, my thing is the the worst possible thing that you can say about a person is damn, you still fucking him? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's really the worst thing that you can say to a chick because it's almost like this person judging you knows just how bad yeah. the dick you getting at home. Like and you might, you know, you might be on the gram or on Twitter or whatever, you know, form of social media you own and you bigging him up for all of the things that he doing good. Like in theory, it's somebody else that know that I could cut this nigga off because yeah. he don't fulfill me in a physical manner. So like to me, that's worse than being like, oh, you a thought. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you getting something out of being that thought? Are you happy with the results of all of the things that you're doing in this thought tree process? That should be the focus, yeah. not what a nigga think. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's celebrated because a lot of us get to live our best lives, our best sexual lives. We don't have to be restricted. We don't have to care about what a nigga think. I mean, I don't want to be like exposed for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still believe in privacy, you know, um, having a certain level of respect for yourself. You know, you don't want to put too much out there to where, you know, it's just like this taste no like it's a a tasteless thing where mm-hmm. you know now it's just like okay well you want attention or you know you just doing it just because you just out here but i mean keep it classy respectful but otherwise i mean so you know, that's how being a hoe is cool as long as you just be classy about it yeah keep i mean it classy. keep it classy you know like i understand for like the whores that you know have sex in the back of buses and, you know, and less flattering places, you know, you nigga take you behind the club in the alley, uh, you know, those type of things. Like, no, I don't do that. Like, make him, I feel like you have to make a person appreciate what you feel like you giving them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't, mm-hmm. don't just like talk me up on something and make me believe like, okay, well, it's going to be bomb and, don't sell it to me. Like when a person, when you go in and get a car, when you hit the car lot, the dealer has to make you believe that this is the absolute best thing to drive off the lot with. Mm-hmm. So you got to do that with your body too, your sexuality too. Like, look, nigga, this ain't just no ordinary, you know, I need you to set this up a little bit better. Like we need, I need to be in a, like in a mood or whatever, like sell it. Talk about celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> exactly you know what I'm saying celebrating that's just it's just natural like for us to to embrace it like this is this is how we feel on the inside you know and I think that we do celebrate being thoughts a little bit more comfortably now because men that, and women alike yeah. I think women care less about the judgment from another man it's like fuck it whatever right 
you know, like your opinion, your opinion. I'm gonna do me. It is what it is. But you just like you never really understood how many women have been like so short in the actual experience. You know what I'm saying? Like here you are being judged for something that you're doing that you're not getting pleased out of. You know, like who the fuck are you? To judge me, you need to be speaking to your own kindreds mm-hmm. about, you know, the lack of, you know, the lack of giving that comes out of the experiences or, you know, the lack of climax that I've had over all of these different partners. Like, it's okay for me to try to find my happy place. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But y'all not speaking on how many of your bros that can't fuck or haven't, mm. you know, please me in no type of way. Like, speak to that. You know, and it's a, I mean, it's a hard struggle, but like whores to me, fuck the game up, you know, because if you that chick that's getting ran through and niggas ain't doing nothing for you, it's because of you that these niggas will move on to another chick thinking that, oh, I'm going to do her the same way. Mm-mm. You know, like we all need to be getting something out of it. We, yeah. And it's a hard thing to, you know, make sure that. You getting your just due. So we got to talk about it. You know, everybody think that hoes fuck for free. Most of them don't. They get hotel rooms. They get lobster. They get shrimp. They get bags. <laughs> they getting a lot of shit. Okay. You whores ain't getting shit. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Like, you whores are the ones they talking about in rap songs. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's not these women who are, you know, being their genuine selves and making men earn those experiences. Like, you know. And it's a double I mean, I guess it would be a double standard to it. It is. You know, because it's a shame that a dude can fuck fifty people and still can't fuck. You know what I'm saying? Then he ain't taking instruction or right. I'm sure it has to be at least one. And that 50 that said, no, you doing this shit all, all wrong, wrong. And yet you still determined to do it your way. But you know why? Because you just know that you that right. shit. But the reason why he don't learn is because he got 49 other people. Exactly. To say. Had that experience. Right. So Well, I ain't had no complaints. <laughs> well, let me tell you. <laughs> just because they ain't say nothing didn't mean it was good. They just didn't say, say nothing. nothing. Right. Ain't no verdict on this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you don't really and know. And that's crazy. So And what one or 49 like may not be what the one anomaly wants. Right. So you got to tailor it to that person's needs and desires. And so it was, you know, like I was um, on a um, a live feed. I was watching um, MTV from uh, Poolside Chats and mm-hmm. uh, Change the Channel. He, he was on a live feed with uh, Baylor the Great, mm-hmm. and they were talking about like you know their top twenty five hip hop um, artists of all time and things of that nature. And so like in the comments, they were saying how um, it should be like a top twenty five R and B because nobody ever talks about R and B music. No more. This is true. Well, they so, do, but not the same. Not way. the same way. And um. I ultimately made a comment. I was just like, you know, I don't feel like niggas actually like have sex with their girls to R&B music no more. Like they li- they more liable to like have sex to a rap song. 
You know what I'm saying? Because like, because rap ain't even the same. It's not all hardcore. No. Remember how you used to have all these subgenres of rap? Like you had hardcore, then you had whatever the rest of them was. Right. But now everybody seems to sound generalized, the same, right? Yeah, and that's kind of the same ideals with like your sex life. Like you feel like, okay, I'm 30. There's nothing possible that I can learn. Or that I can experience from anything new when it comes to this. And I just feel like we don't we don't want to research whether or not we are being fulfilling mm-hmm. to another person. So like to hear to hear like a R and B singer begging and pleading your woman for, you know, like the possibilities of returning home and, you know, Actually fighting for his position. Ain't no with, more boys to me and on bended knee. No. Nah, Dave Hollister, Black Street. You used to get a guy that'll say, like, you know, even if he had to leave, mm-hmm. he's singing from his heart that look, I gotta go. Donnell Jones. Right. But now the R and B singers today is like you know, my main chick, my side chick. <laughs> right. She going through my phone. Like the subject matter of the music mm-hmm. is so much on like toughness and in considerations that like you can just about tell in the music that a lot of these niggas can't fuck. Hip hop genre to me is like a hybrid of rap and R and B coming together, fusing into this. But then too, like, do we want to actually call this shit we hear the same? thing that we call what we actually love what, you know what I'm saying oh, like, yeah. it's kind of like it hasn't gotten it's own name yet so I mean it's, it's yeah but it's like a hybrid genre there is no distinct like R&B because now your R&B singers and your rappers are like crossing and they saying all of the and same this is things how, yeah right and this is how the and whole, then you just have a whole nother like soul genre which is your Erica Badu's yo right. Duele you mm. know Slum Village them, them is a whole nother but then too like with everybody coming together and there not being an establishment of a genre or a organization of people who care about mm-hmm. certain things, this is how the hoes and the whores get mixed up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because everything is so in general now yeah. to where it's like you looking at them all as one and the same. And to me, I mean, I try to learn more about, you know, my masculinity, try to unlearn some of the habits that I've created for self by listening to other misogynist motherfuckers and you realize that it's the bottom of the barrel mm-hmm. you know sexually for women I mean men will fuck anything at this point and unfortunately for us we don't get judged for that it's like oh yeah typical nigga shit you know and it's just like move the fuck on with the that conversation that ain't nothing new that's always been the case but then a chick who is looking for something and just may have not communicated to you what she looking for mm-hmm. because you don't show no signs of even knowing how to give it to her. Right. She would just rather do what she do on her own terms 
and move according to how she moves. But then you get an idea of what she's doing. Oh, you a hoe. Nah, I mean, mm. I'm not fulfilled. I'm not complete. So he going to project that on her, but don't you look gonna, at himself. Don't look at himself. Right. And a lot of niggas is empty. Like have Oh, empty, absolutely. You know so. Absolutely. They trick themselves into thinking that they really ain't out here looking for nothing. When they know good and damn well, they want more than what they doing. And I, you know, I just want to be fair at this point. So, like, you know, shout out to my hoes because I'm a hoe too. And I a committed hoe. You better say that. <laughs> a committed hoe. You know. Because shit, I mean the hoes, the hoes is winning. I mean whether we want to admit it or not. So I need to get with the winning team. So mm-hmm. I'm a hoe. Now, one of the things that we need to also talk about is who we let see our hoe. Because mm-hmm. the thing that I'm noticing about like some of these people that are actually in this whole lifestyle. Is that the person you being a hoe for? What did he do to get it? Like, does a person have to earn this? Like, I don't, I don't think that just because we dating for six months that you supposed to completely unzip the duffel bag and dump it over. That is very true. I think that like you can give like certain samples of it. You can, you know. Give a little bit, pull it back, but don't just like totally dump the bag over and mm-hmm. let this person see every single facet of your hope. Because a lot of the people that have these stories of, you know, men are trash and they not doing this and they not doing that is because a lot of women have been given their all and not really knowing if the person that they're sleeping with actually qualifies for that. And the same can be said for men, too. So, like, what, I mean, what as a woman do you feel like a man should be doing in order for him to be worthy of the hoe within you? You know what I'm saying? Like, do do you feel like there's a certain, like, checkpoint that he has to be at? before you show him okay I'm I think that's lie. gonna vary per woman because some women you know have different expectations but for myself no I'm not just into giving it up to anybody just because it's there and it's available right you know one I need to like you to some degree yeah two um don't be creepy right. <laughs> you know right. don't be aggressive about it don't be pushy about it because then I'm more reluctant to even do anything right. with you, you know? So show me that we can have a good time together without doing that. And then I'm more prone you know, right. to want to go there with you. Right. Um, but that's just me. Because, you know, I noticed, too, that, like, liking a person don't even matter sometimes when you're giving it up. You know what I'm saying? Like For some people. If you just feel like you've been needing it and you haven't mm-hmm. been getting it, then... You don't, you really don't low key have to even like this nigga like that. You just gotta feel like I know him well enough to do it. I think that, I mean, to an extent, yes, for, for a lot of people that may be, but I think that just based on my experiences, I have to like you before I can do anything with you. I have to genuinely like, really like you. Um, 
was there a point in time when, yeah, if I just, you know, liked you a little bit, then maybe so, but I need to genuinely respect you and like you as a person before I can even want to cock my leg to the side. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because like I, I got like small requirements um, as a man that if I said it, well, fuck it, I'm going to say it out loud because I'm just that, you know, I'm confident. I'm not confident, <laughs> confident. And, you know, just being who I am as a man, like I used to like feel like if you couldn't kiss, we couldn't have sex. Like, cause I'm a kisser dude. Like you, you not- petty. Why don't you teach her? Nah, because oh man, the reason why I'm petty is because growing up, I used to get teased for having these big ass lips and shit. This shit wasn't like the end thing growing up. So if you think I'm gonna go through this struggle and have to teach you once I finally get to use these motherfuckers, you no. are terrible. So like, if you can't kiss, I can't rock with you, and I done had a. Like, one may not even correlate with the other. Because to me, kissing make the sex good. Like, especially like if it's like right after you done, you done, you know, you done shot the club up and shit and you look down and she just like, you know, feeling good. So you kiss her, but you wouldn't get like at one point you would kiss a girl, but you wouldn't eat the box. Do you know how personal a lot of men are about kissing to them? That's just one and the same. You you absolutely right. <laughs> But I was not about to eat your puma. I'm not. Like, I but she like, needed to know how to kiss. Though. Yeah. But you wasn't gonna help her learn and know nah, how to do that. I, call it immaturity. Call it <laughs> a lack of whatever coof the class or whatever. <laughs> but shit, I, that was my thing. Like, if you if I kissed you, we've been kicking it, and I kissed you, and the kiss was trash. I was more liable to like not be interested in no more. It's it was just me. It was one of the girls that I loved to the core of my heart was a terrible kisser. And like to me, like, cause I feel like if we, let's just say we in a car and we can't even, you know, work up to get into the front door. We kissing ain't there. If you can't kiss, then it, it almost makes like the touching aspect irrelevant because you touching up on something that you not really trying to hit for real you know it's always like that build up and And so you need a full well-rounded experience and if she missed it on one point you just totally turned off about the rest because you know like how how you when you get the opportunity to tell your like your fantasy to somebody and the story be like when you hear a person tell a story and how juicy it be and that yeah. build up, it just be like, oh shit, like it what happened? <laughs> like what's next? Like that's how I be wanting to feel. Like, damn, like it started in the club and I'm touching on her booty and stuff like that. Then we got in the car and we just couldn't wait. It's just, you know, popped off in the car and then it's like we get into the front door and So she fucking up your story. She fucking up my story. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, the fuck I got these... So the fact that you gotta stop and show her is just like, fuck it. Fuck all this shit. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it, girl, let me take you home. You just fucked up the mood. Right. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, that um, that scene from um, Something New, where um, she was out with Blair Underwood's character, Mm -hmm. and 
he appeared to have everything she wanted. Yeah. He was the perfect, like, like ideal figure or whatever the case was that she could have she could have imagined herself being with. But it just wasn't it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like here she was completely attracted to something other than her own, you know, ideal. And he had it, but he just didn't have it the way that she's used to it being catered to her. Right. And let's just say she decided to pick this Blair Underwood guy just for the sake of being comfortable with what he comes with. And then you realize, oh, this nigga can't do this or he Mm -hmm. can't do that. He's not going to stimulate me mentally the Mm -hmm. way that this other person. This is ideally what I think when I'm trying to build my story sexually. Like, am I going to be stuck with somebody that going to do something I can't I'm mad that you're looking at it like that though yeah I I mean hey forgive me for being this nigga's playing a movie in his mind (laughs) and if that shit don't illustrate right then it is not about to go down hey man I'm a classy ass nigga (laughs) shit shout out to my nigga Deronimo but you know that's what I think about like because I feel hey forgive me for being graphic I feel like if you can't kiss you can't suck either you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> hey. That might have a correlation. So I uh, buy that more than if she can't kiss, she can't fuck altogether. Because, you know, I mean, you might be right. I mean, she might be good at bending over and taking the shots or like, but see, that's the work that the man has to put in too. So it might be a little different if, you know, you looking like, well, she can't kiss and then she can't do this. What am I getting out of it? Because I got to put my part in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, man, fuck out of here with that now kissing shit. <laughs> if you can't kiss, you need to take a class or something. Alright, so B said I ain't whoring myself out for no whack-ass kissing. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Yeah, you know, but like, I mean, the ideas of being a whore, it's just like, you know, for you to even go there and try to insult a woman for some shit like that, it's like my nigga, like, grow the fuck up. I mean, it's nothing to say about that. You know, I don't think that most of the people that we think are hoes are really hoes for real. I mean, I think that's true. Like, can we really say just because, you know, appearance-wise, it seems like a lot of niggas, but can we really say that the Kardashians are hoes when you think about it? Like, I mean, they might do some, you know, attention whore type shit, but, like, are they really, like, hoes? Like, they move on from nigga to nigga just like everybody else. Done got caught on candid camera. Some of us have too, you know. Don't dispose of the video footage. You can't really knock that hustle. It is what it is. They learn how to capitalize and capitalize well. Right. Off of a simple sex tape. And then from there, I mean, yeah, it's easy to pass judgment. And see, that's why I try not to be judgmental. Like the celebrity gossip shit. Yeah. Even though it's entertaining, at the end of the day, you really don't know these people in real life for real. And so you live in your life in the public eye who's watching your every move. Right. So just like you're saying, yes, are they not supposed to 
move on and date other people. I think people are just extra critical because every time they move on, it's another black man, another black athlete. So yeah. they're like, well, damn, that's kind of opportunistic. And they don't, and they don't <laughs> ever, like, it doesn't ever, like, spin as far as the narrative because it's something that they doing that keeps getting these guys to come in droves like they do. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, you can say all you want, you know, oh, well, they, they get their hands on certain niggas and they never the same after they done or whatever. But what I think most don't want to admit is, is that men genuinely find them desirable. Right. You don't want to look at it that way as opposed to them trying to snag them another, like they gold diggers and they hoes mm-hmm. out here, but they can't get you if the man not interested. You and know? Not, so at the end of the day, they're desired. Right. And they're not, you know, and they're not whoring themselves out either. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, clearly, they make more money than most of the niggas they fuck with. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like they're selling themselves short. It's really nothing that you can do for them in regards to what they have for themselves. So I don't think their come up is desirable, but at the end of the day... They are building legitimate companies and businesses, and they are not. It's not like they releasing porns and right, doing right. spreads and Playboy and whatnot. So mm. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. So maybe you know. I mean, clearly it's a different you know time and definition mm-hmm. of what we would call a hoe versus a whore. I just encourage people to sit back and, based on, you know, brand's definition, just make sure um, you're not whoring yourself out. Yeah. Make sure you getting what you deserve from people. Being a whore is some sleepy type shit. Like, you be tired. Like, I like damn, like, I done been doing this shit for this long. And Man. Still ain't, you know, and then you still going to hit that same job another day and be like let's see let's give it another go and see what wake my sleepy ass up (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you Uh, (laughs) got me fucked up out here (laughs) out here whoring myself out and get what I need in the end fuck this But man, it take. I mean, it took some time. Cause I mean, I I definitely whore myself out too. Like you know, feeling sorry for myself and feeling sorry for who showed up. And you like, damn, we just two sorry motherfuckers. Just <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. not really, not really caring for one another. We just it ain't nothing else better to do but you. You know what, what I'm saying? Existing. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. Hopefully we can make sense of this shit, you know, as days progress. Because man, shit, let niggas do what they do. Like, I'm just so sick of everybody who don't know what it's like to be a hoe, telling you why you shouldn't be a hoe. Like, or doing hoe shit yourself. And that's genuine right. hoe shit. <laughs> <laughs> and trying to police other people right. and they body. Like, but you know. I just don't understand that. You know what I'm saying? Like, how the fuck can you tell me what I should be doing if you don't even qualify? And you're not even qualified by other hoes as, mm-hmm. you know, potential participants in this life. Like, niggas ain't even checking for you like that. You know right. what I'm saying? So, yeah, that shit get whack over time. But, you know, it's cool to be promiscuous. It's cool to 
want to know what some shit like. I mean, like, shit, we, we learn every day. And for me, like, you know, I learned every day that I still haven't had, like, the full experience because I was always setting these parameters for which I did certain shit with people, you know, and maybe now that, you know, I'm cool and comfortable in my situation, I can start implementing certain things. I don't know. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? But you can't call it when you like trying to like focus on protecting yourself from certain shit. You don't realize how many limitations on your sex life actually come from you being guarded. You know what I'm saying? Like you trying to get to know people, make sure that, you know, relationships are being built on, you know, certain foundations. You don't really get to pay attention to that freak because you, you know, your heart is the main goal. You know what I'm saying? So like promiscuity has no cutoff point. You know, you just trying to figure this thing out like everybody else. Some catch it, you know, a little faster than others, but you know, Mm. let us know what y'all think about, you know, being a hoe. Like, is it something to be ashamed of? Is it something that, you know, should be glorified? Like, what is it? You know, like, do we, look at people who, you know, who pride themselves in experience, you know, to be detrimental to themselves. Like, I mean, I don't see nothing wrong with it, but maybe somebody might have a valid point to add to the conversation that may create an even, you know, deeper discussion or conversation about it. Definitely hit us up um, on Twitter. We are our, the number two cents pod. Same on Instagram. Our email address, if just so happen you want to send an email, is our the numbers the number two our the number two since pod at gmail.com. I can be found at all things there go B J D E R G O B J. My um show change the subject is the subject change on Instagram and changed subject on Facebook. So, um, any of those, you can, um, reach me and, um, Mona has her social media as well. Mona Lissa, that's M-O-H-N-A-L-Y-S-S-A-A. And that's Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If I can leave you with anything to close this show out is if you're unsure of whether or not you are a hoe, you're probably not. Um, if you're not, 100% sure that this is something that you are even dealing with, then more than more times than not, you're probably not. So um, feel free to find out who and what your hoe actually is. Like it may increase some happiness in your life, you know, that you didn't really, really know existed. But if in fact you do know that you a hoe and you ain't happy, it's time to do something else. Whether if it's somebody else or you know, go a little bit further beyond what it is you're doing. Because yeah. I'm not going to be a hoe for nothing. <laughs> or nobody. <laughs> Bottom fucking line. <laughs> Two weeks, y'all. See y'all in a minute.